0: Hello, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Tom Roche, and on this platform, it is men helping men redefine greatness through service. And today, we have a man by the name of Paul that I believe is going to be a powerful conversation. He is a self-confidence and happiness coach and a public speaker. He is a board-licensed health and wellness coach, certified personal trainer, and behavioral change specialist, a certified nutrition coach, and the host of the Happy Healthy Human podcast. I want you to make sure you check this out and make sure you dive in this conversation because I'm telling you today, he is going to push us beyond our excuses. So if you're ready, just like I am, let's go ahead and let's dive in to this conversation. So one, Paul, let's do this. Introduce yourself. And uh, tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll dive right into our conversation.
1: Right. Well, thank you for having me. One. Yes. Uh, my name is uh, My name is Paul Leviton. I am a self confidence and happiness coach, and I have a podcast called The Happy Healthy Human, and I have a education and coaching company called The Happy Healthy Human Academy, and everything that I do is around helping people become happier, healthier, and more confident people. And that's pretty much my life. And everything I do is around that. And I just try to help people and help myself mm-hmm. and try to make the world a little bit better, I guess.
0: Okay, well, um, I know then that is including today's conversation. You're going to help somebody, world uh, be better and change and um, become healthier. I wanted to uh, talk with you. Um, as we talked before and uh, being very honest, I'm, I was very excited about this conversation. I couldn't wait for us to have this because I believe that this con- conversation that we're going to have today is is vitally important. Surely when we're talking about men dealing with this context of self-care um, and really the importance of what that looks like. So um, I want to kind of just give you an opportunity to kind of give some back history of yourself so that they can kind of get a chance to know you. And um, and then we'll dive really deep into knowing or you telling me, um, kind of some tips and some wisdom and advice on how to do self care and the importance of it.
1: Yeah, great. Uh, so, I mean, my history on myself. Uh, again, as I said, I am a confidence and happiness coach. I my professional career started first as a fitness coach, personal trainer. Uh, That led me to nutrition and then all other types of coaching. Personally, the way that I found personal development, self-help, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. um, was through the need for myself. I was not when I was younger. I I mean, I'm still young. But (laughs) when I was a, 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 a youth, I was not the happy, healthy human. Okay. I was not the personal development guy. I was not the self care guy. I was bad. I was a bad person. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I just, just <laughs> things bluntly. I was just running around, drinking, drugs, partying, trying to sleep with as many girls as possible. Mm. I got to a point where you know I got myself into a lot of trouble legally, and I was wow. committing crimes, and I ended up getting arrested, and that all led me to a an inflection point of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was living my life in one way and I had a, I mean, you know, some people have this in a, in a figurative sense, Mm -hmm. but I had a a, a literal, you know, come to Jesus moment where Mm -hmm. I very really faced the potential of going to jail for a, a serious amount of time. Wow. And, you know, I, in that moment, well one i had a decision to make not really a decision i had to, to come to grips with the reality that that was very much possible okay. Right, so I got, I got arrested and that first night in jail i had nothing to do i had no one to blame but myself there was nothing else to be done i just had to come to grips with the reality of the situation that this is quite possibly going to happen to me now wow. Fast forward a little bit. I was fortunate enough that I was young. I was, I hadn't gotten in trouble before. It was my first offense. There was, you know, I was able to hire a lawyer and all the other things. And Mm -hmm. I was able to not go down that path. But, you know, I, again, when I went after that, it was like, okay, Clearly the route I'm going, which is again, drinking, partying, running around with the, with the friends that I had at the time who were doing the same type of things, right? This is, you mm-hmm. know, I, I grew up in New York city. Okay. And that was the, that where the neighborhood I was in, the people I was with, that's just, you know, that was where I grew up. That was, but I was like, I can go that route
0: mm-hmm. and I can
1: see where that's going to take me. And that was, you know, that was strike one. I don't think this is a three strikes and you're out type thing. I think this is like, that was my one chance. And I, I, I skated by, I was mm-hmm. like or I can do better. Yeah. And, yeah you know, again, luckily I was, I had at the time just started as a personal trainer, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't doing it seriously. I was doing it more just because I had need to have something to do. So I could tell my parents that I had a job when I was running around doing everything else that I was doing. Gotcha. Uh, but, you know, in that, in that time I start I decided to just lean into personal training mm-hmm. and very fortunate in the fact that personal training is about being better. Right. So You know, then uh, through my job, I actually started to help people, and I started to see that, like, oh, what I can do matters. So I went from in one side, you know, at one time, just again caring about nothing but myself, again Mm -hmm. nothing about that the the night's party, nothing about making money so that I could blow it at the club or do whatever dumb things that I was doing. Right. Now I'm actually helping people, and I, you know, I remember the first time I had a client come in and like who who I had helped make their life better, and they told Mm -hmm. me what happened, and I was just like, whoa, like. I did that. Like, I'm not that I did that. It was their thing. But like, right. I helped them. And like, what yeah. I'm doing is making a difference. Mm-hmm. And then I really got really into, again, personal development. I started to learn more about nutrition, mindset, health, psychology, behavior change, and everything like that. And I just, again, more for me than for anyone else, because I needed this stuff. Yeah. But as I learned it and began to help my clients, I began to see that like, this is something that the world needs. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just dedicated my life to it.
0: Wow. Well, it 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 sounds like, um, which I personally love. It sounds like you literally lived out. Um, you, you know, you are helping people live out their story by the story that you lived your own self. So you you're you actually ate of the same thing you're teaching, um, and so uh, so that's always that's always a great thing because you know, and only reason I'm saying that is reality. There's sometimes we have scenarios and situations where people are offering wisdom, information, tips of things that they have never had to go through them own self. Um, and so to be able to see now this transformational type thing happening, not only with your own life, but now seeing it through your clients' lives, um, I know that that does something for you every single time it happens. So um, so I'm glad to be able to hear, uh, hear that experience. I do want to ask you a question. Um, Before we dive in, because now you got me intrigued about your own personal life, Um, because for I'll say it this way: for those that are that that see Paul, um, and uh, for those that will see, you know, you'll see Paul's picture or whatever that you'll go to his link. That I'll have all that information below. Um, But when you get a chance to be able to see him, I'm gonna be very honest. The story that he just told did not go with what I see. Um, <laughs> and so, um, but is it's a good thing because that means that, being very honest, that means that what you have now produced and what you're helping and teaching men to be able to understand, it actually works um, and it's helpful. So I want to ask this question. Once you started to seriously go after um, this, your profession of, you know, uh, uh, first being a coach and then, you know, walking down these other lines of being, of, of coaching, um, when you first started to walk into this for you, how did you see the development of your own personal self-care? Um, and how did you see the impact of that into the people that you were helping?
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, it definitely came again, I say that, you know, everything happens for a reason, as cliche mm-hmm. as that sounds, right? And it's like I said, like, I needed that to be pushed so far in the other direction. So because of what happened with, mm-hmm. you know, with, with, with the story I just told, and because of the fact that, again, I, I was a personal trainer, I had the perfect storm of events of to like, okay. dive in head first, right? I was already in that world. I already had resources in that world. I had, I had wow. friends and, you know, like, so I, again, I went from one from zero to 100, as they say. Right. I, and okay. I, and I, I changed a lot very quickly. A lot of it came from simply drinking less. Right. Okay. That was that was a huge thing. And I don't say I'm sober because I'm not I still do drink. I'm not like a, I'm not like a, you know, really 100 percent sober. But right. I used to drink. Two, three, four times a week, and when I drank, I drank to to blackout every time. There was no in wow. between. It was like I'm drinking. We're ripping shots. We're right. popping bottles. We're do you know we're 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 going after it. Yeah. I was again waking up with strange women and there you know and random cities. I it, it was it was intense. Wow. So I went from that to I just stopped doing that. Right. But yeah. in that in cutting out drinking it was like that left a giant void right because this is the thing that people don't understand when you take something away you have to fill it with something and this is why a lot of people f- fail with with things like this right because they're yeah. they try to stop smoking or they try to stop drinking they try to pull away a bad habit but it's like now you have all that time yeah so again i was fortunate in that i worked at a gym so i just filled that time with Exercise. I I I just I'm extremely healthy because uh, I went from one addiction to another, but Mm -hmm. you're going to be addicted to anything. Probably the gym is is, the best choice you could make. Right. Um, And so, and I also so there was the gym, and there was also learning about the gym because again, I saw this world where I was like, okay, I can actually help people, Mm -hmm. but. For the first few years, again, when I was a trainer, I wasn't taking it seriously. I wasn't like actually – I was just like going through the motions kind of. Mm-hmm. Now I was like, oh, I want to I be good at this. So it was – there was a combination of I spent my time physically working out, exercising, whatever, and then also learning a lot. I dove into blo- – I mean this was a few years ago before Instagram and YouTube were as popular, but just blogs and textbooks mm-hmm. and everything. And I, I decided that like if I was going to be this, I was going to be the best at it. Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to be confident in my abilities. One, for, again, for myself, I want to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be dedicating so much time to exercise, I want to understand it. And if mm-hmm. I'm going to be teaching people and they're going to be paying me, I want to understand it. Gotcha. So, yeah. you know, because of that, I, I, again, it was really the change. It was the taking away the partying and the alcohol that allowed mm-hmm. for that change. Mm-hmm. And then again, replacing that, it was uh, taking away a negative and replacing it with a positive. Right. So I went from, I went straight, I didn't go from negative to zero. I went from negative right. to, to positive. And that was like, the hugest thing and everything else was able to unfold because of that. Got you. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah. You, you, so basically you literally just flipped the script. (laughs) You went from, 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 from one end to the other spectrum, but I do love the aspect that you took the time in between, not just to dive in. Cause I think like, even like you're saying, sometimes we can take away some things. Um, and then we have this void, we have this openness and then we just fill it with just stuff, but we don't have an understanding of the stuff that we're filling it with. And it sounds like you just took it to the next stream of where not only did you dive into more with the gym, but then you learned it. You took the time to educate yourself. You took the time to really study this as a craft. Um, and, and now because of that result, you're helping so many other people. Um, So with that, so let's let's um, I want now to deal with your help, (laughs) Um, because now we're both going to have this conversation because I I want to learn and know with even with my own self, how to be able to live and function in this. um, When we're talking about this context of self-care, I know personally with me. And I don't want this to turn into my own personal therapy session. So this is not, you know, but you'll help me in this conversation, Paul. But uh, with me, I have I'm one of those people where everything else seems per se is the priority. So, you know, the family, the job, you know, this, this or whatever, all of these things. And the majority of the time I leave myself for last Um, or being very honest or not at all. And um, and or I just don't have the energy to give myself anything. Uh, so what would you say or how would you give me some form of insight, wisdom and advice uh, to be able to kind of fix that, adjust that so that I can get what I need at the end of the day?
1: Yeah. And you see, for those I don't know if, if people can see the video or not, but you see anyone who sees the video, if not, if you're just listening, I'm nodding along as, as you're saying all of that, because this is everyone. Right. This is right. The, you know, it's it's there's a, there's a funny thing we do as humans where we we all think we're so unique. And, but in reality, we all have the same, six problems you know I, I just made that number up but it's a few things it's, it's a handful of things right? right and that's why my podcast and my brand is called happy healthy human human mm-hmm. is the last word because humans are humans people think right. we're all special snowflakes and no you don't understand i it's oh it's you're different but my problems are unique to me we're not right. everyone's busy right everyone right. the exact same thing that you just said is every single person is going to say that right? right so we like it, we have to understand that like this is just life in the yeah. 21st century, the year 2022, as when we're recording this, yeah there is more to do than we can ever do.
0: There yeah. are more
1: things than you will ever have time to do. You have, you, and and so when you play that game of I have to do all my stuff, you lose automatically because there's there was never ending. You're, you're there's always an, another email to answer. There's always another project to start. There's always more money to be made. There's always another thing to do. So you've yeah. already set yourself up for failure when you think about things that way. Hmm. And we have to understand that when we're talking about self-care, I want to flip it completely because okay. as humans, we have an inclination to do more for others than we will do for ourselves, Okay. right? Have you, ever, have you ever had an experience where you had a really important project to get done, but you didn't have time, you didn't have the energy, but it was due by a certain time and you got it done? Yep. <laughs> of course it <you laughs> And yet, um, when it's for you, you can't do it, right? You just said that was your excuse of why you can't do things for yourself. Yeah. But if it's for someone else, if it's for a, something, if it's for a, a business partner, if it's for your family, it's for literally anyone else. Yeah. Somehow, you'll muster up the energy to get it done. Yeah. But when it's for you, it's like ah, I'm just too tired, right? So Ooh. it's like that 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 thing wow. of I don't have the time, I don't have the energy. It's not true. It's it's, you know, I, it's if you look at look at things factually, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't have time. Have you ever done anything that you didn't have time for? Right. Yep. All the time. <laughs> somehow you right. find time for things that you don't have time for all the time. Right. So that the excuse of I don't have time isn't real. We we can we can see that because the facts will show that all of the time you do things that you don't have time for. Yeah. I'm too tired. Once again, have you ever done something when you're too tired and somehow you got it done? Yep. I so again, the evidence will show I'm a big, I'm big on the facts, facts, not fiction. The story that we tell ourselves is I'm too tired, I'm too exhausted. I don't have the energy. The facts will show that all the time you do things when you have, when you're too tired, all the times you do things when you have no time, all the time you do things when you have no energy. And yet in certain times it's, you get it done certain times you don't. So why is that? It's because we don't prioritize again, ourselves over other things because we Mm. think, We're like, well, how can I pick myself over others? How can I pick myself over my kids? How can I pick myself over my business? Because my business is money and money feeds my kids. How can I pick myself over my family, right? Which makes sense when you think about it that way. But when you understand that the best version of you is what's best for your family. What's best for your family is not one more work project completed. What's What's best for your family is not one more Disney vacation. What's best for your family is not mm. new designer shoes for your five-year-old or whatever the hell the thing is. Right. Mm. What's best for your family is the the version of you that's full of energy, that's full of zest, that is able to get home from the end the, at the end of the day and not feel so exhausted. Right. Yeah. So the things yeah. that we that we need the self care, the exercise, the, the proper diet, the prioritizing ourselves. It's for you, but only because the light has to emanate from you outward. It can't be the other way around. So it has to start from within. And in doing that, you then make your kids' life better, make your spouse's life better, make your parents' life better, make your subordinates, your coworkers, whoever it is, they get better because of you, not the other way around. You can't pour everything you have into everyone else and then expect somehow that it comes back around to you.
0: Paul. You are helping me <laughs> because here, is, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm saying this. I'm saying it because the funnier part is, majority of what you're saying is what I tell the people. You know, what I'm it's the stuff that I'm sharing with other people and telling them that they should do. Um, but actually, then taking that and being very honest and eating and taking my own medicine, as some would say, um, sometimes it's difficult. Uh, you know. I, again, like you said, it's the story I tell myself, because even, for example, um, on last night or yesterday, me and my family, we had an outing. It, we were literally out all day. By the time I, we got home and I got a chance to sit down, I was, I mean, burnt out. I was ready to just lay down and go to bed. And my son was like, hey, Dad, can you forgot to give me a snack. You promised you was going to give me a snack. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so tired. I got you. Don't worry about it. I'll be right back. And I push myself to still do it. But then when I think about the times where I need something for me, it's like ah, I'll just get I'm so tired. I'll just do it tomorrow. Or I'll just, you know, ah, it's not that important. I get it done whenever, you know, and I'll push it off because again, like you said, I haven't made myself to be that priority. Um, so the question that then I want to ask then is how do we shift that? Because if that's a if that's a pattern, if that's a mindset, if that's a behavior that that a lot of people have, how do you get us to be able to shift that thought process? Because I'll say for me, sometimes do, doing that, making myself the priority, makes me feel bad.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And well, that's exactly it, right? It's this, we've been, we have been taught in some ways, bred in some ways. It's been mm-hmm. from our societal upbringing in some ways that exactly that, that to do for ourselves is bad, to do for others is good. Yeah. But that's why I said it's so important to real that you re- reframe this, not as just doing for myself. Like one again, you know, you can think of it as, as dad time, right? It might say like, I can't, I can't take an afternoon to just have dad time. But mm. if you understand that when you don't take that afternoon, you're snapping at your kids or you're on your phone the whole time because yeah. like you don't have the time for yourself. So you're just doing it whenever or something like that. It's like, who are you really punishing in that thing? Right. It's very wow. easy to just say like, I can't do for me because I'm just punishing myself. We're okay. We're always okay with letting ourselves down. We do it right. all the time. I let myself down all the time, yeah. Again, I, you know, but my mom, my sister, my, my anyone else I'll do something for. It. So when we, we, when we can pretend like it's only us we're letting down, because again, when your son asked, there's no way you would, you would, you would make him not have go hungry. Like you're, of course you're going right. to get up. Like you, you would, you could be two broken legs and you would have gotten up to make him a snack. Right? <laughs> exactly. you would never let him down. So the only way you're able to do that is when you say, oh, it's just me. I'm letting down and not him, but it's not mm. by not being healthy, by not being happy, by not being more confident, whatever the thing is, yeah. you are letting them down because I guarantee you, how old are you? I'm a, well, at the time of this recording, I am a 38 years old, 38 years old. I can guarantee you that 30 years from now, Mm -hmm. right? Your, your kids, your grandkids at that time are going to want a healthy version of you. They're not going to want the version of you that is, you know, because again, I I saw this firsthand as a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. I had people come into me at 60, 70 years old who had been exercising for their whole lives Mm -hmm. and they moved like a 40 year old. And then I had people come in at 40 years old who hadn't exercised since they were 18, and they moved like a presumed eighty-year-old. So aging wow. is very much about your exercise, and it's about how you treat your body and internally mm-hmm. as well, right? Eating right, yeah. getting enough sleep, right? It's easy to say, like, well, I can't, I can't get enough sleep because I have to. Again, I have to stay up to do all these things. Mm-hmm. But again, once you realize that the no sleep version of you is more likely to snap at your wife, it's more likely to be to, to doze off in the times that actually matter. It's like, yeah. well, who who are you really hurting by not prioritizing? your sleep so yeah. we, ha- we have to shift this we have to shift the the narrative away from being like oh like, because now I get to be the uh, I get to be the martyr, right? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I do so much for my kids. Yeah, I can't take time for me, but that's the sacrifice I make for them. No, all right, you right. don't want to work out, right? <laughs> you don't want to eat healthy, right? It's because you, you we, we 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 talk about it like that, like, well, I would if I could, if I had the time. But it's just, I'm just do I'm just doing so much for everyone else that yeah. there's no way that I shut up, you know? Like it's it's right. real. If you be real with yourself, be honest with yourself, and just say it's not my priority. And if you yeah. say that, if you can say it honestly, say. Hey, I know being healthy is important, Mm -hmm. but right now it's not my priority. Then then that's fine. No one can fault you for that because you've been been honest with yourself. It's when people lie to themselves that gets me because now it's like, well, that's not true, right? It's like, well, I I would do it if I had the time. No, just say that you don't want to make it a priority right now. And if you can sit and say, I know my health is important, but it's not a priority for me right now. Mm -hmm. And you have kids, then you're a different person than I am because I I can never say, I can't even say that. I don't have kids, but I have a nephew right? And I know that I'll have kids one day. So it's like, I can't sit and say, I don't value my time, my yeah. sleep, my health, wh- whatever I'm doing, because I know that that impacts others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to tell you, Paul, um, openly, I'm, and I promise you, I won't edit this part of the conversation, uh, but you're making me feel horrible at this at this point. No, let me stop. No, but you <laughs> no, you're helping me because again, like you said, it's, It's it's a bunch of excuses. It's the excuses that we use to continue the same life cycle. Um, And then we complain about the cycle that we've already, that we've created. And then it becomes this constant cycle over and over again. But like you said, there's the people that we are saying that we're doing it for don't get the best of us. They're really not benefiting um, because we're not taking that time to prioritize or shift or change for us. And so I will say, like, for me, I do know that there have been moments because I haven't prioritized and because I, you know, I make all the excuses in the world of why I can't do for me. And I take the time for me and I'm pouring, pouring, pouring. I have seen Those moments, like you stated, where I'm snappy with my wife or I'm snappy with my children or, you know, I can see that I'm very irritated about things that probably don't even is not even a big thing. But because I have not taken the time to do those things and take those time to pour into me, I'm just I'm so exhausted. Um, And so, uh, again, like I said, this is really this is really helping me. And I know that whoever else this all the other people that are listening to this conversation and watching us they have to be faced with truth because I'm going to just be honest. Paul just slapped everybody in the face with truth through this portion of this conversation because we I, don't have no more excuses. I just <laughs> so, want to say I just
1: want to say because I, I I do like I'm coming off aggressive in this in this conversation. I just want to, to explain to people like I know like I, I know that you're, you're half joking, but, but like people can get get pissed off with this type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I understand that, again, this is me talking to me. The reason I know this is because this is me. Right. As I said, I literally, again, this is, and we're talking figuratively, yeah. I literally came face to face with the consequences of my actions yeah. sitting in a jail cell, right? And like had to come to like all the, and, and all the excuses in the world and all the, everything else that I wanted to, it didn't matter because yeah. that was, that was the reality of the thing. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then again, I came face to face with the consequences of my actions when my mom came to visit me and she was crying and I'm like, mm. I'm like, you know, I'm, I have to, uh, I like, I've accepted my fate already. You know, like I'm kind of like, right. I'm like, it is going to be what it's going to be, but she didn't, yeah. she had it. So in that moment I was, I was fine, you know, Ooh. because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to pay for my, I'm going to pay for my actions. However, however it happens. Yeah. My mom wasn't ready. She didn't under, She didn't know what's going on. Like this, this blindsided her. I almost killed her, but like yeah. from, from a heartbreak, right. Seeing her yeah. only son go like could possibly whatever, you know, whatever could have happened to me. And, you know, so it's like, Oh my, my actions, even if I'm okay with them, have consequences on other people. Yeah. Right. That is not, not figuratively. Literally. I saw this. Right. So it's like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be like, again, be mean or anything to people. I'm just saying it, regardless of whether you like it or not, regardless of if you agree with it or not, whatever these it's just is, there are certain things in life that are facts. And again, facts are feelings. So all I'm talking about, if the fact is the fact it doesn't matter what you feel about it. Right. And if for the people who are feeling a little triggered right now, mm-hmm. I would ask to look inward and see if there's a reason, because if this stuff just brushed off of me, it hadn't, if I had no, if, if I had no care about this stuff, I might be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? But if I'm like, right. I'm like, oh man, he doesn't know. Again, he doesn't <laughs> understand my, my thing is unique. No, right. no. He doesn't understand. I'm an entrepreneur. I have to work late nights. No, no. He doesn't understand. I have, I have three kids. He doesn't have any kids. It's like, Again, your brain is mm-hmm. always going to go right to that place of like, it's, it's going to try to protect you. It's going to try to, it's going to try to retreat in. It's going to yeah. try to, it, it, and excuses are real, right? That's what I was saying that the no time thing is real. Okay. You don't have time. I'm too busy is real. I'm too tired is real. These things are real. I'm not saying that they're not, but again, who has time, right? You, you tell me one person that, you know, that has time.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I don't know. i And, you know, like, I don't, I know people who are, who are, are, are multimillionaires who have exited from, you know, from having a a company buy out their app or something like that for $20 million and they don't have time. Somehow they find a way to compulsively think that they are still running out of time. So we, we think it's about money. We think it's about this. Oh, when the kids are, when, you know, the kids are in school right now. Oh, but it's summers, so they're at camp when they go back to school, but when they go back to school, oh, now I have to get, get the kids ready to school. Oh, but now it's camp time again. Okay. When they're 18 or it's, you know, it's like, it's, it, we're always going to find a reason. Right. So I just like yeah. to be very realistic with people and just say, it's like, I'm not saying it's easy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm, and, and obviously for some people it's easier, right? Me talking as a guy with no kids talking to a father of multiple kids it's we're in different situations so i'm not saying what your life has to look like is what my life looks like i'm not saying oh go to the gym for two hours a day like i do no that would be ludicrous what Mm -hmm. i'm saying is that there is a way whether it's going for a 10 minute walk to clear your head, meditating for five minutes before the kids get up and the house turns into a tornado, right. whether it's again, telling your wife, Hey, once a month, babe, I just need an afternoon to just really decompress. And, and, you know, again, you'd feel weird for mm. asking, but she would say, Oh my God, of course, honey. And like just doing the one smallest thing is okay. Mm. But the point yeah. is that to just use these excuses and lean on them like a crutch. Cause that's what they become. They become a crutch. Yeah. Right? I call these conversation enders. No time. I don't have time. Oh, conversation done because again right. time fairy isn't coming and sprinkling more time around right oh well I'm, well I'm too tired oh well oh sorry you know like when again when the kids graduate and go to college maybe then you'll be able to get some sleep but it's like we have these things that when we just when we just we just throw them out there but it's like mm. if you're not putting up a solution you're not being very helpful yeah just saying i don't have time just saying i don't have the energy just saying i don't have to say like i don't have time and here's what i'm going to do to change it Right. You know, like, yeah, I'm I'm super tired right now. And that's probably a symptom of something. So let me look at what I could do better moving forward. Yeah. We're talking just facts. We need to do we need to the best thing we can do is try to take away all the feelings and the emotion and the stories from this stuff and just be honest with ourselves. Right. I would say, you know, this is me being honest to me, because at the end of the day, you can lie to everyone. Right. You can tell your boss, "Oh, I didn't have time." You can tell your wife, "Babe, I was just, I'm just so tired." You can tell whatever. But when you put your head down on the pillow at the end of the night, yeah. you know if you could have done a thirty minute workout, even though you were so tired, could you have thrown a, a YouTube video on and done and done a bunch of air squats or something like that? You know when you say, "I ha- oh, I just had to stop at McDonald's because there was nothing else that I could eat." You know that you could have made a salad or bought something healthier at McDonald's and not the big Mac with the fries with a large Coke, right? right. So no one is checking you on this stuff. It all comes from a level of self-honesty. And that's the hardest thing because we don't want to be honest with ourselves. We want to, right. we want to hold tight to our excuses. We love them. They're, they're so close to us. They make us feel good. They make us feel warm and fuzzy to have an excuse that I can lean on. Oh, I yeah. know everything is hard, but it's, I'm a dad. It's, all right. But again, it, no, again, no one is coming to save you. So if you won't do it for yourself, it, it, you're gonna you're gonna struggle for a long time,
0: Paul. Oh gosh, Paul! You 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 have literally stripped <laughs> everything about me. Um, no, but on on a serious note, uh, I'm one. I, I even though uh, like you stated, even though it's not per se, I won't even say it's per se aggression. I think it's a dynamic difference when you see someone about to run into a wall and you're screaming to get their attention right. versus you just see somebody strolling down the street and you're screaming at them. You know, it's, it's a dynamic of a difference. And I think what Paul is doing for all of us, again, including myself, is he's watched so many men hit this same wall. And even his self have experienced going and doing the same thing and now because of that, he's screaming and his, and his passion for it is just flowing through this conversation um, and he's wrecking our entire life. But, <laughs> but what I would say is, and, and again, this is also for me, Paul. So when I make this statement, I'm including myself. If we want change, though, then we have to be honest and we have to be able to really be an honest, agree with what you're saying. Like, there's nothing in this conversation. Like, one of the things, like, me and my mentor will talk and he'll say certain things to me and then he'll make this statement. Now, Iron, show me where I'm wrong. And in this conversation, Paul, I can't say to you, Paul, you're wrong here. Like, there's nothing that you have stated so far that I can say that you have been wrong in. And, but for all the men that are watching as well as that are listening, I think we should all sit down and really make this examination and really be honest and truthful. Because, again, yes, is like you said, is our lives extremely busy being, you know, is is do we have more to do now than we've ever had before in any generation? Yes. All of those things are true. You know, you might be like Paul where, you know, Paul, like Paul said, Paul, you know, Paul is just he has he has his own schedule. He has his own business. He's helping out people. So he's his schedule is booked, just like probably a lot of our other people schedule is booked. But on top of all of those things that are happening, he's making the time. He has set a time where he takes care of him. Um, And so when I'm thinking about my schedule, I have a schedule, too. Yes, I have children. Yes, I have a wife. Yes, I have a business. Yes, I have a job. All of those things are truth and reality. But like you said, I have to sit back and make I have to one, be accountable that the things that I've already been doing is not working for me. Um, And when I realize that these things aren't working for me now, it's like, okay, I'm listening to Paul with my behind and now I'm going to make the adjustments. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with myself, and I'll not allow these excuses anymore to dictate how my life goes. Because, right. like you stated, I do want to give them the best version of me. Right. And as much as I've been able to get away with it, I'll say it mm-hmm. that way. Now I don't have any excuse.
1: Right. And, you know, on a more tactical side, right, for, for guys listening or for yourself, right, mm-hmm. people want to understand, like, how the, how does this look? How does this look? It's very simple, yeah. right? Whatever self-care is to you. Like, if, again, I use fitness and eating healthy as an analogy. Mm-hmm. This is anything. But again, it usually tends to be this because I call, I, I, I've said this again since I was a personal trainer, since I was a nutrition coach, fitness, health, that kind of stuff. I call it like the redheaded stepchild, right? Yeah. It's all somehow when when everything gets busy, that's always what gets cut. It's never your meeting it's never your meeting right. never no I never once have I heard someone like I got so busy and I canceled a meeting but I'm still going to the gym. It's always right. the gym that gets canceled right. like, yeah. because we we treat our health and our wellness like a second class citizen yeah. treat it, or it goes on the back burner that all that's all you have to do is decide that that is not the case anymore. It cannot be the case that yeah. I, I schedule my gym, my exercise, whatever you want to call it. it, doesn't have to be gym. I go for walks. I go for mm-hmm. bike rides. It's not like lifting. I don't care what you're doing. Nice. I I schedule something physical in my schedule, and I stick to it like it's a meeting. Just like I, we had this in our schedule. Yeah. I block the time off. So, but when I'm scheduling my week, my fitness, my health, my grocery shopping, my meal prepping, whatever it is, I put that in yeah. just as importantly, it doesn't go as like, okay, let me fill in my work stuff, fill in the kids stuff, fill in, fill in date night with my wife, and then put in my, my fitness stuff. It's like, no, yeah. like again, no one is going to give you this time. And as you said, you, you're 38 now, you've skated by up until now, I yeah. can guarantee you at 40, it's not going to get easier. I can right. guarantee you at 45, it's not going to get easier. And I can guarantee you if you don't get to it, and, and this is to you directly, but also to anyone listening, mm-hmm. eventually, it's going to come to you. Right. Again, yeah. this is the person who's going to come in. Like, my doctor told me I have high blood pressure. My doctor told right. me I'm pre diabetic. My knee is really bad. I have back pain, all of this mm. stuff. It's like that stuff is going to affect your life. So, you know, whether you want to prioritize this stuff or not, eventually it's going to come back around to you. So, yeah. you know, and, and again, it's like you said, like, I'm not, I, I've seen it, right? I've seen it literally in my own life. And yeah. also, play out a thousand times. I worked at a gym for almost 10 years and I would see people all the time, the same thing. Ah, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of into it and I'm not. And I would see them a year later and they're in the same place. I would yeah. see people who come in again at, at 50 years old. Like, yeah, I haven't worked out since, uh, since college and like to see what their body is like versus again, someone who comes in the, the same age, but goes, mm-hmm. yeah, I've just been, I've been running every day for whatever I, I lift weights still. And I would see the difference. And it's exactly as you said, it's like, I, when I see someone drowning, I want to pull them out. So I get yeah. very passionate about it. I'm also from New York, so I talk fast and I talk loud and I gesture with my hands a lot. So that's that's part of the Brooklyn in me too. So that I'm just a passionate guy.
0: Oh, don't worry. I'm I'm used to it. I um um I've been blessed to be married to a, a to a Philadelphian, so not too long from you. Um, so so, but no, you're good. And and again, Paul, um, I'll say this: being you know, and then we'll we'll uh, shift a little bit, but. I just want to tell you thank you. You know, even though this this probably this this conversation hurt a whole lot, but (laughs) but but I, I really do for real. Just just I want to be. I just want to tell you thank you because I've been in a place where I'm like I don't want to do. I don't want to live the way I'm living now. You know, I do want to see the change. I do want to make sure that I am the best version. Um, for my wife, for my sons, and, you know, and for all my, you know, everyone around me that I'm pouring into, I want to be able to give them the best version of what that looks like. Um, And being very honest, I've been in a place where I'm like, okay, but how do you do that? Like, what do I do? Like, what, how how do I make this happen? Um, And so through this conversation, though, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you want to do it, you've been wanting to do it, Now you just got to get through the excuses, and through this conversation, you have literally probably whooped every excuse um, out of my thought process. (laughs) That's awesome. I appreciate
1: that. I appreciate.
0: Well, you've you've helped me, and (laughs) um, and so and I know you helped so many other men, and um, and so I want to ask this question with because I know where you are currently. But is this is is the way that you coach and different things like that? Do you have a platform where men, no matter where they are, can be able to connect with you so they can get this this daily whooping and encouragement Um, and uh,
1: (laughs) go ahead? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, for anyone who wants to connect with me, you can reach out to me on any social media platform. It's just my name at Paul Levitin, Um, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You know, uh, I have a ton of free resources about this around this stuff. Uh, And my podcast, the happy, healthy human podcast is where I talk about things like this all the time. I have nearly 100 episodes of talking on concepts and topics just like this with all different types of experts and things like that. But yeah, if if any, any guy is listening and and, and thinks, you know, the person that I want to listen that I want to talk to is someone who says kind of exactly what you just said. Like, I know I've been wanting to change for a long time. I've been saying I've been wanting to change for a long time, but there's been that missing piece, right? The, the, the want is there, but I need a yeah. little bit of the strategy. I need a little bit of the accountability and a little bit of the, of the realism, but I'm ready to shift gears into that next part of my life. You know, a lot of times my clients come from having focused very much in one part, right? Very focused mm-hmm. on business for a long time, usually, right? Yeah. Very focused on money for a long time, which is fine. We need that phase in our life, in our 20s right. and our 30s. We're getting established. But When you're 30, mm-hmm. 35, 40, you have a kid, you have another kid on the way or something like that. It's like we start to realize what's really important in this life. Yeah. And when you're ready to, again, not just focus on health, but focus on the mental side of things, because that's where mm-hmm. a lot of things get lost. A lot of people think it's just about tell me when to work out, but that's why I stopped being a personal trainer because I Mm. realized that it's not just about that. I could give people the best workouts in the world, the best nutrition plans in the world, which again, I'm certified to do, but it wasn't helping them because we weren't going through this stuff first. I wasn't breaking down the mental roadblocks that they had. And so that's what I do with my clients now. So I'm happy to chat with anyone. And if anyone is uh, interested as well, I have a, a masterclass on self-sabotage. If you if you find yourself in these cycles of you know starting, stopping, starting, stopping, starting, stopping, getting in wow. your own way a lot, I have mm-hmm. a 45-minute masterclass on, on how to get out of those cycles of self-sabotage that I'll, I'll share with any of your listeners for free.
0: Okay. All right. Well, see, um, I'm just going to tell you up front. Uh, for uh, anyone that's listening, I, I'm going to take advantage of all of this um, <laughs> uh, so I can make sure that uh, you know that I'm able to break out and do what I need to do and continue to be better. Um, Paul, I, I do want to just say thank you again, um, genuinely. Thank you for you know taking some time out and really being able to have this conversation, uh, help push me um a little bit help you know deal with me a little bit and, and push me off my stool of excuses and um and all the other men that are listening to this and watching this please do not allow this conversation just like what you do and and you know hit you in your chest a little bit and all of that and then you don't do anything please make sure that you listen to this and then take the time to put action to this conversation. Uh, So again, thank you again, Paul, for taking out your time. Please take advantage. All of his social media information will be um, in the description below. You can be able to connect with him, take advantage of all that he has. And for those that want to go and dive deep with him uh, he'll make you know set up the time and connect with him and I promise you your life will no longer be the same Um, and so if it wasn't the same in this conversation I promise you um, he'll he'll make sure that you're going to be good to go (laughs) so thank you again Paul thank you so much and thank you all for listening and watching and as always continue to be great talk to y'all later